Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Pretty solid weekend for the Cardinals, taking two of three from the Brewers, extending their lead in the division to a game and a half. They're off today. That means we have a full sports open line. They'll begin a series at home against the Rockies coming up tomorrow night at Bush Stadium. Welcome into Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join us, we're taking you until 8 o'clock tonight. You can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Pretty solid weekend. It could have been a sweep. You look at that Saturday game, a game that they lost in 10 innings by a 3-2 score. Gave it away a little bit there uh, late, but offensively just did not do enough uh, in that game. But they got the 3-1 win on Friday night, and then they come back with the 6-3 win yesterday. Albert Pujols hitting a couple home runs. The The question's been out there. This is something that's uh, all over social media today. Are we for sure going to see the end of Albert Pujols at the end of this season? I think so. I think he's been pretty uh, adamant about what he's been saying. But the other question is, what are the chances that he gets to gets seven hundred? Like, is it gonna? Is there any possibility that he hits enough home runs between now and the end of the season to hit that milestone? And to me, it seems unlikely. But at the same time, it does not seem impossible, which is crazy to say, considering where he was at when the season got started and just what his career has looked like over the last few seasons. But seemingly totally revitalized, and it certainly has been a lot of fun to watch. So we're going to get into uh, Albert Pujols. We'll get around Major League Baseball. I have not had a sports open line since the Fernando Tatis news. We'll get into that. The other big news in baseball today, Walker Buehler of the Dodgers done for the year. So some of these teams that have a lot of firepower are losing something. Now, Buehler hasn't been pitching for a while for the Dodgers, and it has not stopped them from winning games. So I, I don't know how much of an impact this has on the postseason, but Maybe it does have a, a little bit of an impact. Bob Ramsey's going to join us. We'll talk uh, both Cardinals and Billikens basketball with him. He'll join us in about 10 minutes from now. We'll uh, post-mortem the Brewer series with uh, Justin Garcia, who covers the team in Milwaukee. So we got a lot to get to between now and 8 o'clock. But before we move on from the weekend that was quite the weekend against the Brewers, let's relive it one more time. The 1-2 delivery is a called strike three on the outside corner. And Montgomery strikes out Yelich, and that's how the series begins. 1-2 pitch is hit hard to left center field. That's deep. Back to the wall, and it's gone. Home run, Paul Goldschmidt. His 28th of the year, and the Cardinals get on top against the Brewers 
In the first inning, it's 2-0 St. Louis. Arenado has struck out, popped out in this game. Gotten his average up over 300, 24 big flies, 72 RBIs. And he hits that ball high and deep down the left field line, and it's gone. There's a big fly for Arenado, his 25th. A leadoff home run in the bottom of the sixth inning, 3-0 Cardinals. Two outs in the top of the sixth inning, and the pitch, swing and a miss. He struck him out. Terrific work again for Jordan Montgomery. His second start as a Cardinal, and he's got to love this ovation of Brian Helsley trying to close it out. The high set, the first pitch. Swing and a high fly ball to center field. That's going to stay in the ballpark. Dylan Carlson getting under it, and he makes the play, and the Cardinals win game one against the Milwaukee Brewers by a score of 3-1. to one. Cardinals broke the 6-6 tie with the win here last night. The pitch, strike call. Urias is out looking. A 90-mile-an-hour fastball fell high outside corner. Matt Bush, the right-hander, delivers, and that ball is hit towards right field. That should be deep enough to score a run. Tagging and scoring is Gorman on the sacrifice fly in an RBI. And it's now 3-2, to two, Milwaukee. And now you've got to find a way to come up with that extra run. A lot of folks standing here at Bush Stadium hoping for something to cheer about. Tommy Edmond at the plate and a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He strikes out, and that'll do it. Cardinals a strand a runner in the bottom of the 10th inning. They picked up one run, but not two. And the Brewers take the second game of the three-game series by a score of 3-2, to two, winning it in extras. Here's Ashby's next pitch. A swing and a long drive. Left field. That ball is in Big Mac land. Albert Pujols cuts the lead in half. Career home run number 688. Extra base hit 1,385 for a career 296 hitter. There's a drive into center field. That backs up Davis. The ball's over his head, over the wall. A game-tying home run for Tyler O'Neill, breaking an 0 for 14. The seventh home run of the year for O'Neill, and he hit that one on a line up to the batter's eye. Carlson's 0 for his last eight. The pitch. A swing and a long one. Left field. It's a gutter. Carlson throws the bat down near first base in celebration and rounds the bases, giving the Cardinals a 3-2 lead with one out in the eighth inning. The pitch on the way. Pujol swings and hits a drive. Deep left center field. It's long, long gone. A home run. Three-run homer. Albert Pujols sensational. Six to two Cardinals. Pujols is St. Louis serious. A two-home run game today. Unbelievable. A runner on. Helsley with the 0-2 pitch for Hunter Renfro. A jam shot. The ball's hit past the mound. Fielded by Edmund. Throws the first. A Redbird winner. A Redbird winner on this Sunday in St. Louis. Telez hit a home run in the ninth, but Albert Pujols hit a three-run homer for the difference. The Cardinals lead Milwaukee by a game and a half in the Central. As the fireworks go off, the Cardinals get to shake hands on the field after beating Milwaukee 6-3. 
Credit Matt Pajeski for putting that together as the, the Cardinals take two of three over the weekend. The lead in the division now a game and a half. It'll be either two games or one game at the end of tonight. While the Cardinals are not playing, the Brewers are in action. They are opening up a home series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I believe seven of their next ten games are against the Dodgers. So Cardinals fans are big-time Dodgers fans for about the next week and a half. Cardinals welcome in the Rockies for a series that will begin tomorrow. We'll talk all things Cardinals baseball, also some Billkins basketball with Bob Ramsey. He joins us next. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast second slip here comes college five four three tie game two one euro step off the window yes the billikens win at the buzzer the billikens win at the buzzer it's good and the billikens have won in double overtime 92 90 the dulcet tones of Bob Ramsey. Let's welcome on to the program right now. Follow him on Twitter at RammerSTL. We'll talk all things Cardinals baseball and also a little Billikens basketball as well. Rammer, thanks so much for the time. It's been quite some time since I've gotten the chance to talk to you, but glad to have you on. Yeah, it's great to hear you on KMOX, and I'm glad we're getting a chance to visit. And uh, um, you're just doing you're doing a killer job at KMOX, so very excited for you. Appreciate that uh, a lot. Let's uh, let's get into this weekend. The Brewers come to town. Cardinals take two out of three. They extend the lead in the division to a game and a half. Just from thirty thousand feet, what's your general feeling about the way the weekend went? I thought it was really good baseball. I, I, even in the game you lost, you know we can you can get into the weeds and talking about bullpen usage and who should be in what role and who executes that role and all those kinds of things. But all three. All three games were really good, and certainly you feel a lot better as a Cardinal fan winning two of the three, but I just thought it was terrific baseball, and the Cardinals played very well. It They're playing well when they need to, and I know they lose the two out of three against Colorado, but it was it was, it was was in Colorado, and you almost kind of ignore that if, if, you, if you can. Yeah. Uh, coming off the deadline, it, to me it feels like they're, they're kind of making a statement right now. Would you agree? Yeah, and some of the guys, you know, it, it is frustrating as you, if you casually look at the lineup and see, 
you know, a bunch of guys hitting under 250 and that sort of thing. But I think if you start to look at, at what guys are doing recently, the, uh, and it, it appears that, that there's a little momentum building in a positive way for some of these hitters. And if the offense can keep up with the starting rotations doing, that's, that's two-thirds of where you need to be. You know, the bullpen still has some issues, but I really feel like the offense is starting to come around. You mentioned the bullpen. On Friday night, they went to Helsley for two, and that seemed to be the plan right away. Were you at all surprised by that? In the moment, yes. Yeah. But then when you step back and think about it, it doesn't appear that Ryan is able to uh, go back-to-back nights, or certainly not very often. So once you bring him into the game, he's probably done the next night anyway. So why not go ahead and use him for two? Um, you know, it, it makes it tough the next night, but, you know, you got to win the game at hand. But I think that's the frustrating part. Um, the uh, durability night to night for a handful of the relievers, uh, Matt, I think makes it tough on Ollie. He's almost having to go with two platoon, uh, a two platoon bullpen. These four guys tonight, these four guys the next night. Let's have a heck of a way to try and win. Yeah, that would be my issue that I've always said, anytime the bullpen door swings open, the guy coming out might not have it. He might just be off that day. But the inconsistencies that we've seen, it just seems like anybody can have that off night at any moment. I think it does start at the closer, though. Why do you always used to build the bullpen from the closer forward? And if we agree, and I think everybody does, that Helsley is the guy you'd like to have finishing a game, that's great, except, you know, repeating ourselves, we go back to how often can you count on him to be able to go. And I think for the next six weeks, that will be the big question um, that Ali has to deal with. It's really fun for me right now because – you have two generational-type players having fantastic seasons in Goldschmidt and Arnato right in the middle of the lineup, and they are both swinging it so well right now. And then you have this revitalization of Albert Pujols just doing crazy things yeah. right now. He has the two-home run day. It's just If you're a Cardinals fan, you really should be able to take a step back and just appreciate what you're able to see on a day-in, day-out basis for really from those three guys. And based on the reactions that Albert got on Sunday, I think everybody does get it. You know what's interesting about him? I think most of us, when he came back, were probably going, okay, you know, like with the Dodgers, he'll just hit left-handed pitching. And uh, so we'll see him 25% of the time, two-thirds of the time, and hopefully he stays hot against lefties, and we're all okay with that. But as he's heated up, uh, I think he's more like, a 50-50 split, or maybe more than that, playing um, the, down the stretch. Because, you know, you, on, on any night that he's Albert Pujols, nobody else on the team can touch him, right? So that's I think that's what Ali's got to do. And if he plays 60% of the rest of the games and does close to what he's been doing, it's a huge asset. Yeah, you're right. And the thing that strikes me about that is how quickly it happened because a month and a half ago, the narrative was, okay, this just really isn't working. Yeah, you figured, you know, because early on, he got a little extra playing time. 
And then he was kind of fizzling against right-handed pitching. And, and like you were saying, Matt, it's like, okay, well, we were hoping, but he is who he is. We'll play Albert against lefties and move on from there. You know, uh, which left-handed hitter can take over that, the, the other part of the DH. But then July comes around, he gets a couple of more opportunities, and the guy is just absolutely red hot. And, um, you know, you want to play hot guys anyway, but when it's Albert Pujols and he's hot, you got to ride. You got to ride that wild horse. So Rammer, here's the thing that I have not seen before, which is confusing to me. You've been around this game long enough to know that managers say one thing to the media, and then it might be a little bit different behind closed doors. But when Ali Marmel talks about Dakota Hudson, he rarely has an overly positive thing to say. And now they're going to skip him in the rotation. It's just, it has caught me off guard. And maybe we just need to appreciate Marmel for his candor. But to me, it just seems really odd the things that are said about him after his starts. Even like his last time out, he took a little bit of a step forward. Yeah, you know, what what tells me is that that it's it's a management staff that is completely frustrated on a player, um, and it doesn't mean it's a mental or a, a insubordinate sort of thing, but for whatever reason, seems to be unable to take direction. And, and and here's the easiest way to measure it: be quicker. Yeah. Don't don't take twenty seconds. Be quicker. Get the ball. Get the sign. Pitch. And even if the results are still not good, at least you say, okay, here's a guy who's trying to do what we're telling him to do. Uh, again, it, 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 I, I wouldn't guess it's an insubordinate thing. It's just a guy who's having difficulty figuring it out. I, that's my guess anyway. But it doesn't mean it's any less frustrated for man, frustrating for management. Bob Ramsey joining us. Before we let you go, let's talk some Billiken basketball. The non-conference schedule came out. Stack non-conference schedule. You do that when you have high expectations. You love being able to go on these European tours. You can do it once every four years. You love it when it works out that you can go on one of these tours uh, the year that there's high expectations. They roll through their first uh, game on the tour, which you generally do that no matter what. But uh, you got to be just really excited about what's going to be coming up here in a couple months. You know, Matt, I am the, uh, I think we got, I don't know, 85, 90 days left until our first game. And, and it's, uh, you look at the non-conference schedule and Murray State, Memphis, Boise, Drake, um, uh, Maryland, and either Providence or Miami, Auburn, Iona. I mean, that, yeah, are, are there a couple lesser lights on your schedule? Yes. But you look at those games that I just mentioned. Those are games that are, are resume builders for March. Those are games designed for March. You need to be ready to play, though. You can't put together a great schedule and not get wins. We've seen that before. Um, you know, part of it last year because Javante Perkins got hurt and those sorts of things. But you've got to be ready to win those games, which ties into your original comment, playing the European deal. Going three and zero, winning a bunch of games or whatever—the wins and losses aren't important. What's important, any coach will tell you, is extra practices and bonding, and that's what they get to do. And historically, when you see a team in November that had a Europe, uh, a European trip, you can tell that they're more game ready and season ready sooner than anybody else. And that's what the Billikens need to attack this non-conference schedule and build up wins. That'll build up the strength of schedule. They, you know, uh, analytically they call it the SOS. 
I say, yeah, it's either strength of schedule or if you don't win, you're sending up an SOS. <laughs> and that's what it's going to be against this schedule. Just listening to, to Coach Ford and maybe even knowing a little bit of what's being said behind closed doors, are they embracing very publicly and talking about the expectations for this year? Oh, yeah. Um, Travis expects this team to score um, and score a lot, be one of the highest scoring teams in the country. They expect to attack, run, shoot threes off the running game. Um, it'll probably will allow them to go a little deeper in, in a rotation sense. And yeah, they, they have very high expectations and are not shying away from it. And you'll get assuming health, very little hedging from the staff or these players. It's great stuff. Rammer, thanks for the time. It was great to talk to you. Can't wait to uh, have our paths cross at some point real soon. Yeah, let's, we'll talk again as we get closer to season. Matt, I'm uh, really enjoying your work, and it's good to visit with you as well. Very good. Thanks. Bob Ramsey joining us here on the program. Always, uh, I'll tell you what, so I grew up listening to, to Rammer call basketball, and I've, I've, I'm no Bob Ramsey, but I've called a fair amount of basketball myself. There's probably no bigger influence on my basketball play-by-play than Bob Ramsey. I can't do... Like, bang, he got it now with being in St. Louis because now it's just uh, an impersonation of Ramsey where uh, previously I could have uh, dropped that a little bit more. All right, we'll take a break. We'll get back into uh, the Cardinals. What a weekend, what a day yesterday for Albert Pujols. We'll discuss it in just a moment. Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. The pitch on the way. Pujol swings and hits a drive. Deep left center field. It's long, long gone. A home run. Three-run homer. Albert Pujols. Sensational. 6-2 Cardinals. Great call from John Rooney. Fantastic day from Albert Pujols. Just another one of those special days. I said this. There was that game. Who was it against? I don't even remember who it was against. It was the game where Wainwright pitched the team to a win, and, and Pulse was really good, uh, and they really needed a win that night. Uh, and I said, just just enjoy. Just enjoy these moments, whether it's Pulse, whether it's Molina or Wainwright, and I think we'll probably still, still see Wainwright pitching uh, beyond this year. I don't think he's going to call it a career at the end of this season, but he could. He could. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the moments when these guys have big games and hopefully they all have really big games between now and whenever the season happens to uh, come to an end, but was really just a special day yesterday. My phone was blowing up like no other where people are just, are you watching this? Can you believe this? This is incredible. Um, And it was just fun. It was fun. It was a special day at the ballpark that, People got to see something really cool with Pool sitting the two home runs. By the way, in a game that matters. In a game that not just matters a little bit, in a game that really, 
really matters. Matters more than almost any other game you can play, as we talked about last week after Marmel's comments about not elevating one game over the other, which you you have to when you're playing the Brewers. You have to because those games mean so much. You guarantee yourselves a full game movement in the standing. So, yeah, those games do mean a little bit more. So I want to play this for you. This is uh, this is the – and I just love this. I can for the record – I don't speak Spanish. I really need how need to learn how to speak Spanish. Every once in a while, I'll start uh, the, one of those apps where you're. You know, I, years ago, I bought Rosetta Stone. Didn't get very far on that. Now, every once in a while, like I think it's Duolingo or something like that. Yeah, I'm just not getting. I, I need to work on it. So I don't speak Spanish. So I really don't know the words that are being said here. But I love. I can't tell you how much I love Spanish language calls of big moments and uh, the Cardinal Spanish radio broadcast yesterday absolutely on point. Y la gente de pie rindiéndole un homenaje al hombre que le ha dado mucha felicidad a esta afición de los cardenales de San Luis. La máquina está. Bombeo al primer lanzamiento y vámonos. Dos a una, cardenales. Bombeo, bombeo. Qué super bombazo a las papas fritas. Y esta vez... E intentar cerrarle la puerta a los cerveceros de Milwaukee. Batazo ¡Vámonos! Elevado, profundo. ¡Vámonos! Jardín central izquierdo. La pelota se va. La máquina. 689. Tres carreras de un bombazo del número 5. Albert, no te merecemos. Eres mucho para nosotros. Tú eres un inmortal. Los cardenales se van arriba. Seis carreras a dos. Escucha el estadio. El push está vuelto loco. Está a los pies de la máquina. José Alberto Pujols. Wow, super bombazo de Albert. So good. Oh, I love that so much. I was sitting on my couch last night and I was listening to that over and over and over. Maybe that tells you something about me. I was just, it was on Twitter and I was just listening to it on repeat because I loved every single word of it. And my wife is in the kitchen. I'm in the living room. They're kind of next to each other. And finally, she looks over at me. And, you know, all she can hear is something that's not English coming out of the other room. And she says, what are you listening to? And I had to explain, oh, I'm listening to the uh, the Spanish language call of Albert. It was the second home run that I was. You just heard both of them. I was listening to the second one over and over and over. So I uh, absolutely love that. Love that call. And I that... You could just feel the excitement of what was happening uh, right there. And Pulos' reaction, by the way, where the, the this is our house thing and looking into the dugout and you know putting his hands over the birds on the bat. I mean, that was just when the season gets over. And I, I don't know about you. This is something I do as somebody who's covered baseball a really long time. When the season gets finally does get over, you kind of have that moment where you sit down and you're reflecting upon the year and you're almost like cataloging internally in your mind some of the moments that uh, that occurred, that's going to be one that's on there. 
like forever and ever and ever, as I think about this year's Cardinals, when I think about the 2022 Cardinals, and hopefully, hopefully there are a lot more big moments and big moments in the postseason as well to come. But Pujols' reaction to that home run is just awesome. And it's going to be something that I do remember for a really, really long time. So that's fun. That's a lot of fun that uh, things went down uh, that way over the weekend. And, you know, I, I was on with, um, with, with Amy and Chris earlier today on the show, and we were discussing whether or not Pujols has the opportunity to get to 700. It's going to be tough. And the proverbial gun to the head, you have to choose one. I, I'd, I'd say probably not. Getting getting the 11 more home runs, to me, seems unlikely. But it doesn't seem impossible. It doesn't seem impossible. And that's a little bit different than where I was at when the season got started. When the season got started, you felt like there was no shot of him getting to 700 just based off the way his career had gone the last couple of years. And then you go back a couple months when things weren't going great for him. And I was like, okay, this, this ship has sailed, right? Like there's, there's no chance he's going to get to 700. And I brought this up earlier today. What's really hurting Albert here is the COVID year. You played 60 games in 2020, not 162. If he gets a hundred extra games, he's, he's getting to 700 home runs. And I don't remember who wrote it at the time, but there was there was one of the baseball insiders. Uh, once the sixty game season was figured out, I remember reading a story. I think it was on CBS Sports, but I don't I don't remember for sure. It was going through some of the different baseball players and some of the milestones that they may not hit as a result of that sixty game season, and you kind of forget about that. We're, we're a few years removed from that now. You forget about the fact that they missed 100 games a couple years ago. And now all of a sudden it's coming towards the end of Albert Pujols' career and you just you so badly want him to get to 700. You so badly want him to get to 700. And it just seems like something that is not overly likely. We were talking in the uh, the KMOX sports office earlier today about whether or not there's any chance we could see Pools play beyond this year. And so Matt Pajeski asked me about that. And my response to him was he's Pools is going to retire at the end of this season. And the only chance we see him play beyond this season is if you get into next year, maybe you get halfway into the season and there's a team that needs a bat, needs some pop off the bench and he makes the decision to unretire and play like a half season next year. I think that is even very, very unlikely. But I think it's all—I think it's borderline impossible. Not going to happen. Zero percent chance that he would get done with this season and right away say that he would come back next year. Just not something that is uh, likely to happen. All right. When we come back, Major League Baseball—they unveiled the playoff schedule. It's a little bit different. Push back a little bit after the uh, labor stuff. Also, uh, you have um, the expanded wild card round. Some days off in the postseason have been taken away. We could have a really late finish to the Major League Baseball season. I'll explain that coming up in just a moment or so. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX.
Sports Open Line does continue. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join us, you can do so. 800-925-1120 or 314-436-7900. That's also how you uh, text in. 314-436-7900. Major League Baseball today announcing the playoff schedule for this year. And it's a little bit different. Again, you have the wild card series now. So instead of the wild card game, you have the wild card series and uh, you also have more teams participating in it. So you're going to have uh, wild card series games beginning on October 7th. They'll go October 7th, October 8th, and then October 9th if necessary. At that point, there is a travel day on October 10th. And then the division series are going to get underway on October 11th. Uh, there will be NLDSs and ALDSs there uh, on October 11th. The divisional series are scheduled to go through October 17th. Uh, that would be the final games of those series at that point. The league championship series are scheduled to begin on Tuesday, October 18th. So uh, the final NLDS would uh, end on October 16th. First game of the NLCS is October 18th, so there is a travel day in there. ALCS will get underway a day later on October 19th. Uh, That will go through October 26th. And then the World Series, it will uh, begin on October 28th. And if it goes to a Game 7, it would wrap up on November 5th. November 5th, so if it goes seven games, November 5th would represent the latest finish to a major league uh, season. So it's baseball. Like Let's say the Cardinals make it to the World Series. Can you just imagine how cold it would be? And I know we talk, I mean, it's cold in October, right? Like You can have some really, really cold nights in October. But that being said, um, it could get re- one more day later. It could get really, really cold. Um, the schedule, it, it gets rid of some off days in here. Uh, Major League Baseball got rid of the off day between games four and five of the division series. So if you go to, if a team forces a game five, uh, they'll they'll move right from game four to game five. Uh, that's one of the big ones. Uh, in the past... You've really been able to go through the postseason if you really want to, and maybe at times you would have somebody pitch on short rest. But if you really want to, in the past you were able to go through much of the postseason really uh, with just three starters. Uh, Maybe a fourth starter that you use once, maybe a fourth starter that you have in the bullpen for much of a series, and then you bring them back. Maybe you go with a bullpen game for that game that you use a fourth starter, or you just have guys pitch on short rest in the postseason, which we've certainly seen uh, seen teams do that. It feels like with the elimination of off days, having a legit fourth starter is going to be um, going to be really important, and that makes what the Cardinals did at the deadline that much more important because they're they have more they have more depth to their rotation now by being able to bring in a Jordan Montgomery and a Jose Quintana. That really fortifies the rotation. Your rotation right now you feel it's it's four deep and you're in really good shape with the four that you have. Who knows? Who knows if you're gonna get anything between now and the end of the season from Jack Flaherty 
still a little bit of a question on whether or not Steven Matz could do something before all is said and done. If you do, if you get anything from any of those guys, then it's bonus. And if it, if all of a sudden Jack Flaherty does come back and he looks like Jack Flaherty down the stretch of the season, and you got to go make a tough decision going into the postseason about which one of your five starters is not going to be part of your playoff roster, you know what? Tough decisions are good. It's good to be in a position where you have to make a tough decision. When you're making tough decisions like that, that means things are going well. That means you have a lot of players who have performed to a level that they are worthy of being on a postseason roster. So all you can do is hope that the team gets to that point. But at this point, I, I don't know why you would why you would have any expectations at this point, especially of Jack Flair. And I'm not trying to like rip on the guy. It's just he can't stay healthy. He cannot stay healthy. And you don't know what's going to happen this time on the the rehab assignment. His next start is going to be at Double A Springfield. I, I don't have it in front of me either tomorrow or Wednesday. I feel like it's going to be tomorrow, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But this week, it's going to be Flaherty, and he's going to be starting uh, at Double A Springfield. This is going to be a really long process for him eventually coming back after they felt like they rushed things a bit. And I, I think they felt that way. I feel that way. I, it, to me, it certainly felt like they rushed things. All of a sudden, you know, there was talk that Flaherty was going to make uh, two more starts uh, in the on a rehab assignment, and then the next thing you know is he's coming up to, to start in the big leagues. It felt rushed to me. They're not going to do that this time. They're gonna they're gonna let this rehab assignment marinate out as long as it possibly can. And then you see what you have when all is said and done. And the great thing is the way the rotation is built right now, the fact that you have so many off days, they take, we'll talk about Dakota Hudson next hour, but they took Hudson out of the rotation. They skip his start. I guess they don't take him out of the rotation. They skip his start, but it's, it's semantics. He's out of the rotation for the week. They can do that because of the off days. And when they're going with the four guys they have right now in their top four, You're getting pretty good production from all four of those guys. One hour done, one more to go. we got a lot to get to. We'll continue to talk uh, Cardinals baseball. Also, are you watching preseason football? It's underway. You watching any of it? We'll talk about it next on KMOX. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.